Hey friend, welcome to the Restore Mind podcast, where we are going to be talking about various life topics surrounding mindset transformation. Imagine what it will look like to have peace in your life, despite what the world is telling you. Hi, my name is Caroline, a wife, mom of three, and makeup turned fitness enthusiast. I am here to help you build a strong mindset that will propel you forward into a life of peace and joy. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Well, my friend, there is freedom waiting for you. So if you are ready to build a 2.0 version of yourself, then this podcast is for you. So grab your water or whatever you like to drink, throw on your walking shoes, and let's get going because it's always 4.13. Hello and welcome to the Restoring Mind podcast. My name is Caroline and I'm so happy that you're here today, my friend. Hi, hello, how are you doing? I hope that you guys have had a wonderful week so far. And I just want to take a couple seconds to say thank you for being here, for listening, and for your support. Whichever episode that you've listened to or however you got here, I hope that this episode is uplifting to you and maybe even gives you some encouragement to self-reflect on the things that's going on in your life. In the next few episodes, I'm going to be sharing with you some of the things that I really think is important to get specific on. Most of my life, I've had a very general outlook on many things in my life that include the goals that I've set for myself, my faith journey, and also what I wanted to be when I grow up. That question is a question that my kids ask me a lot. Mom, what do you want to be when you grow up? And it brings me back to a time in my life where I was their age and asking my friends that same question. I would get answers or hear answers like, oh, I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a firefighter. And for me, when that question was reciprocated, I would say, well, I want to help people. But that was very general. And I realized years later that I never got specific with these things. So I was always distracted by the things that I thought would lead me in that general direction. Because in my experience, when we generalize the things that we want to grow in, we focus on a lot of things that often become distractions for us. Today, we are going to be talking about why we need to get specific with our goals. The next two episodes are going to be about getting specific in your faith journey and also being the person that you want to be when you grow up. I will have to say that I don't think it's ever too late or that you're ever too old to say and think that I want to be this person when I grow up because my kids remind me constantly with their questions about what I want to be when I grow up that it's never too late to change who you are now to be who you want to be in the future the only thing that needs to happen is how you work towards that it's important to get specific because being specific gives us a target So we don't blindly take a shot in the dark and hope that it sticks. Being specific gives us a baseline when it comes to building discipline and being consistent. Many of my followers and listeners and even the friends that I have on Facebook and my Facebook group have admitted that the one thing they struggle with the absolute most is being consistent. When you get specific about where you want to grow, It will help you lay out a foundation for you to begin establishing habits that can help you attain the goals that you set for yourself. If this resonates with you in any way, then I invite you to come in and listen on getting specific with goals. 
there's a couple of self-reflecting questions that I have learned to ask myself. And that is why. So if my goal is that I wanted to get fit, the question I would ask myself is, why do you want to get fit? And honestly, answering the question why used to offend me back in the day. The old me used to get offended when someone would ask me why I wanted to attain certain goals or to do something because I felt like I didn't have to explain myself to anyone. I didn't owe anyone an explanation. It wasn't until much later, after a lot of self-reflection, that I realized I was bothered by that question because even I didn't have a full understanding of why I wanted something or why I wanted to work towards something. It had absolutely nothing to do with the person that asked me that question, but everything to do with me. Subconsciously, I was confronted with the question that I didn't have a specific answer for, and that to me did not feel good. And that's why whenever I was asked the question why, I automatically went into a defensive mindset. Whenever I get approached about my fitness journey, usually the question is, why did you start your fitness journey? What made you want to get fit? And I would share my story with them, but then when I reciprocate that question over to the person that asked me, I usually get a general answer. And they answer with, I want to look good, which is a good starting point. Whenever someone has a vision of what they want to do as their end goal, they already have an idea of what looking good looks like to them. So it's a great starting point. But at the end of the day, it is not enough if you find that you give into your excuses most of the time, or you find yourself trying to create an excuse to avoid the task that needs to be done. So an example of an excuse is that I don't have that specific equipment, so I can't do this workout. Essentially, that is true. So if you don't have a specific equipment, like for example, if someone is doing a barbell bench press and you don't have a bench or you don't have a barbell, you wouldn't be able to do that particular exercise. But it's the mindset of saying that I can't do anything at all because I don't have this. Instead, when you look at that, you're like, okay, this is working the chest muscles. There's other things that I can do. If I have a pair of dumbbells, I can just lay on the floor and do chest presses that way. Or I can do push-ups, which works the chest muscle and the triceps. Another excuse that I'm very familiar with as well is that I'm tempted to do what I want to do versus what I need to do in order to get myself closer to the goal that I've set for myself. For example, if you know that you have to do something on a weekend, like say, for example, you've scheduled a Saturday morning workout for, we'll say, around 10 a.m., instead of going to this place where you're going to work out, you tell yourself that you can't go work out because you're going to be running errands. An example I have is that one weekend I was driving my daughter to her gymnastics class on a Saturday morning and originally the plan was to work out after we come back home from her gymnastics class but I started thinking about all the things that I needed to do that day and for some reason Target came to my mind. I felt like I needed to go to Target and buy some things, which was never even on the radar the day prior when I was planning my Saturday. So that came to mind while I was in class with her. I realized that I was making an excuse for not really wanting to work out because the reality is that I didn't want to go work out after I came home from gymnastics class with my daughter. 
if anything, I wanted to not do anything simply because I just didn't feel like doing it. And when my husband was like, well, you know, if you want to go to Target, we can go. I just said, no, I, I can't because it was the accountability that I had for myself, right? When we are tempted to do something that we want to do versus what we need to do, it's how are you keeping yourself accountable? When you call yourself out on your own excuses, that's where the true accountability and the discipline comes in. If you've already set time to do something during that set hour, then do it. And don't allow your excuses to stop you from doing that. That is why when you ask the question, why, when you start to dig in deeper, it matters that your answer is so much more meaningful than just the surface level answers like, I want to look good. Yeah, byproduct of you living a healthier lifestyle is going to help you look good. But why? There has to be something that anchors you in order for you to really, really dig into your why because that sets up the foundation of your journey. Knowing your why is going to help you with your non-negotiables, meaning what are the things that really truly matter the most? What are you prioritizing? to help you reach the goal that you've set for yourself. And instead of learning patience and building discipline and extending grace to ourselves, you find yourself rushing to look good because you have a very general answer of wanting to look good when someone asks you, why do you want to get fit? And this goes with anything, whether it's starting a business or maybe you feel like you want to start a Bible study group for you and a couple of girlfriends of yours. It goes with anything. Like I said, instead of learning patience, building discipline, and extending grace, you find yourself rushing to look good. And this is coming from the example of getting fit, which I spoke about in last week's episode titled Three-Year Journey. It is an episode where I shared about the three years that I've been on in my fitness journey, the biggest lessons I took from each year, and the biggest wins that I've had from them. My hope with that episode is that it inspires you to continue on your journey even when things get hard and I leave a couple of scriptures in that episode in hopes that it will inspire you that something in that episode speaks to you. But to learn the mindset changes you need for success is to know that not every day will be your best day. But even on the bad days, if you can do something towards your goals, it's better than not doing anything at all. An example is getting sick. In the beginning of this year, in January, I got sick back to back. So I got sick, then better, and then the week later, I got sick again. And in that time frame, I remember my body wanting to just rest, to not move at all and just rest. And I allowed my body for that because it's really important to listen to your body cues when you're going through a sickness like this. I don't know what I had, but it, was, it wasn't good. But anyway, to do something would mean that Even though getting sick was completely out of my control, the question is, what can I still control? What can I still do? And for me, it was staying hydrated. I was off my macros. I wasn't eating a lot. And I just wanted to sleep, so I wasn't moving either. Staying hydrated was something that I could manage. And the same goes for you. If you find yourself getting sick and you just know that your body is telling you to not move or that you just want to recover, then allow your body to recover. But think about the things that you can still control. 
What can you control? If it's something as small as staying hydrated, then do it. Because doing something is better than nothing. It's important to develop the mindset that, yes, we're getting specific with our goals, but in order to do that and, and be in a joyful journey, we have to change our mindset. So when we know that even though we have really good days most days, there's going to be bad days. So we have to extend ourselves grace. It's why I believe that your why must be so personal. It drives you to show up for yourself even on days you don't feel like working towards your goals. It has to be super personal. So even when you're sick and you don't feel like moving, that's fine. What can you do in that moment to better yourself towards that goal? Focus on what is at hand. What can you control? Not all the things that are out of your control. The next question I have is, how long are you willing to commit? Is this a lifestyle change or a temporary change? And when I ask this question, answer it honestly. Be honest with yourself when answering this question because it is going to set the precedence for how you view the things that you're doing. And in the beginning, for me, it was very temporary. I gave myself a year to reach my dream body. And if I didn't make it happen, I'd call it quits because I would know that for myself, this is just something else that I would fail in. However, when I saw how strong I was becoming despite seeing physical changes, it empowered me to keep on going. I started seeing how faith works in the same way. It was an inward change before it became an outwardly thing. God was working in me before I could do the things to serve others. There is a sermon that I was in at Mana Church, which is a church that I attend, and the pastor that was speaking that day was saying, be before do. Be changed before you do the things. God is going to work in you before he works through you. You just have to allow God that space. And the same is true for you. If you allow God to work in you, he's going to work through you as well. Philippians 2.13 says, For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. The last reflecting question I have is, what are you willing to invest? You can invest time, but not energy. You can invest time and energy. It just depends on you. For example, you can show up to the gym, but not do much. You can show up where you need to be, but you don't put in the energy to do what you need to do. Because when you're general with your goals, there's a lot of room for distraction. If you show up for the gym, but you know that your mind's not really into it, you can be distracted with your phone, flipping through social media, trying to find the right music to get yourself in the mood for all the things. And yes, you still showed up, but did you put in work? And were you focused? Get specific with your goals as much as possible. It gives you something to focus on. If you want to live a healthier lifestyle, focus on something other than the dream body you've envisioned for yourself. So yes, looking good, like I said earlier, is a byproduct of the healthy habits that you build. But when you anchor yourself into the reason why, when you dig a little deeper, peel that onion back, it's going to lay out that foundation for you. If it's starting a business, focus on something other than the amounts of money that you want to make. All of that is going to follow once you begin to focus on specific goals, meaning who are you serving? How is your service? And what do you want to be known for in your community? then everything else will follow. Distractions play a big role 
in our life when we are not specific with their goals. When we're very general, distractions may look like this. We feel like we need every single equipment to be ready to start our journey. Remember that God provides for you everything that you need. Philippians 4.19 says, And my God will need all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. It's not what we want or what we think we need. Because God is all-knowing. He knows your heart and desires. That would mean he knows what you want versus what you need. He provides for you what you need. For example, if it's equipment for working out and you're just starting your journey, he's provided you a body and the will to become healthier. Everything else will follow with time. When I first started my fitness journey, I had my body, my yoga mat, and YouTube. Whatever your reason is for doing the thing that you're doing, remember that you don't need everything all at once because with time, God is going to provide for you everything that you need for that moment. When we're general with our goals, another distraction would be feeling like you don't have a lot of time. You either rush through what needs to be done because you're telling yourself, I don't have time or I only have 30 minutes left so I have to fit everything in this 30-minute time frame. And you just rush through things and you're not present in that time. Or you tell yourself that you don't have enough time, so what's the point of doing something and you end up not doing anything at all, right? So that's like, I only have 30 minutes to work out. I can't do it all in 30 minutes, so I'm just not going to work out. And you realize that within that 30 minutes that you didn't work out, you could have done something. And I'm saying that from experience because I've experienced that in the past. The trick here is to do what you can in the time that you have. And not every day will be a day where time is on your side. But learning to adjust to these things will benefit you because when you have the mindsets that a little bit of progress is better than no progress, you'll want to use up the time that you have left and you'll want to be intentional with it. Intention matters. Progress takes time. So if you're not using up the amount of time you have, you're most likely not working towards progress. And the last instruction I have here is using others' rate of progress as a measurement for your progress. And this mindset sounds like this. If I do X workout for X amount of time for X number of weeks, then I'll look like him or her, whoever it is that you're trying to model your body after. However, that's not the case at all. Yes, doing X workout for X amount of time for X amount of weeks will give you strength and progress, but Consider where you started before you compare results. A lot of the times, we get caught up in a comparison mindset. We think that if we do something exactly as said, we're going to end up looking like that person. The truth is that you are you, and that person is that person. And the reason why you look like you is because God created you to be that way. That doesn't mean that you can't set goals and that you're not able to make progress because you absolutely can. If a goal is to get fit, you're able to with everything that you've already have. You have your body and the willpower that God's provided you. If it's to have a business, it doesn't mean that you're not able to have wealth if that is what your goal is. The question is, where are you storing up your treasure? In Matthew 6, verse 19 through 21, Jesus says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. 
but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So get specific with your goals. Where are you storing up your treasure? God does not want you to go without. God is the God who provides for us everything that we need. He knows who you are. He knows the desires that you have. The talents that you have, he's given them to you. He's blessed you with it. He would not let you go without. The question is, where are you storing up your treasure? Is it in worldly things or is it in heavenly things? You can still have goals to look good, if you will. Whatever your reason is to want to get fit, it's still a reason. But when you get specific with it, is it for you, for your own enjoyment, for the world's enjoyment? Or is it so that you can do what pleases God? Whatever that calling is, what might it be? Get specific with your goals. Think about what your weaknesses are. Where do you want to improve? What do you want to overcome? How are you going to get the wits you need in order to move forward? And what steps are you taking? Getting specific does not mean creating a perfect journey. To have a vision of what we would like to happen is great because we have something to work towards. If we allow room for adjustments to happen in our plan, then we can release ourselves of the pressure of having a perfect journey and allows us to find peace and joy in the journey that we're on. With every challenge, there is a possibility of failing. But failing doesn't mean it's the end of something. The beauty of winning is knowing you could have failed, but you went for it anyway. And no matter what the outcome is, don't give up. Get up, keep trying, and get specific. Now I know this sounds so easy when you're listening to me talk about this. And the application is much harder. But my friends, you can do hard things. Hey, thank you for listening. If this episode has spoken life into you or your mindset transformation journey, please share it with a friend. The growth of this podcast is possible through you. So thank you for your support and for being a part of the family. I look forward to talking to you again next week here on the Restored Mind podcast.